So today's scripture comes from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. All came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their positions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all, as, as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. God is good. All the time. We are also good. Awesome. Um, it's been three weeks since I moved to the Edgewater neighborhood. Uh, because I have only lived in the parsonage, which is provided and managed by the church, there are so many things that I didn't know how to handle. And one of them was garbage and recycling collection. After our long online research, I figured out the schedule and a recy uh, recycle guide. And Chicago has a more strict guideline for the recycling, for your information. And I'm happy to report that I successfully took out recycled bins and it's empty now. That's a big celebration for me though, you know. Now I'm following that schedule. And I'm and Biang and I also found a nice Chinese restaurant, a packing mandarin, and Korean restaurant Kim's home cooking near Kimball Station. So please let me know if you need any recommendations from this restaurant, or we can have lunch together uh, during the weekday when we have a one-on-one. -on -one. So I love to go there and uh, recommend some of nice meal. So it's still hard to pronounce the street name where I live in. Be careful, Washner. <laughs> I know. So, but I learned the best way to explain the location. It's five minutes west from Target on Peterson Avenue. Okay, got it. All right, that's what I learned. So for three weeks, I have learned a lot about this community and the life in the city of Chicago, like rules to follow and guide for a communal life. Then, do I feel like I belong to this community? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. I might simply need to spend more time in this neighborhood or have a longer list of favorite, favorite restaurants. So if you have any recommendation, please let me know. I want to add more restaurants to go and check. But I might feel like belong to this community if I could share more reasons why I chose to live in this community, the things that I love. My neighborhood is neighborhood is very peaceful and quiet. That's one of the favorite part about this neighborhood. And I can go anywhere 
the target is very closer, close, and, and RD and what else? A Jungbu market, which is Korean market. So that's several things that I love about. If I have more things to share like this, then I would feel I belong here. Today we are going to talk about another vital sign, which is also stated in the mission statement, the community. How can we measure this vital sign? In the dictionary, Oxford Dictionary, our community is defined as a group of people living in the same location, same place, or having a particular character, characteristic in common. So we can think about the particular, particular characteristics in common as a community of faith. As we just read, we have a group more community who share the same goal and mission, the early church, right? And then we can think about this question. So what it means to be a healthier community. We can think about ourselves and way to become a healthier community based on today's passage. And then we'll also think about the reasons why we choose this community for our faith journey, Urban Village Church. The unique value that make us so these are two main questions we are going to think about. So in today's passage, we can find the description of the early church, which is also called a model church sometimes. And it doesn't mean this church is perfect, but it was a quite a successful community, as we can see in verse 47. Day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. They did their job. And this morning, half of our seats are full, which means I'm so happy. And, and we are doing our job. And I, I hope we are getting better. So before jumping into today's passage, let's imagine this community of faith because it would help us to realize how radical this community was. So first of all, this church is not a rural, small church in rural area. All right? It's a large church that was located in the city of Jerusalem. According to the verse 41, Peter's message of repentance and promise of salvation was so powerful as 3,000, not 300, not 30, 3,000 were baptized and joined the community after his message. So they had at least 3,120 memberships. Here's a pop quiz. So... How? Where 120 came from? I just mentioned 3,000 were baptized and joined the community. Where 120 came from? All right, folks. And since we are talking about vital sign, we have a serious problem here. We do not read the Bible. All right? This from chapter 1. All right? It says there were about 120 people who had waited for the Holy Spirit in chapter 1. So if you just check uh, chapter 1, you can find those 120. So Alice, this church has a 3,120 membership at the time. And it was a multiple step ministry. How many steps did they have? This is another pop quiz. How many steps? Just guess. There's a wrong answer. 11. 11. 
good try, but 12 actually, because they elected another disciples who can replace uh, Judah. So actually they have 12, and later church elected uh, seven deacons. So they had 19 staff in total for this community. Now you can imagine this church, this community faith. It's not about 20 people. It's about 3,000, over 3,000 membership with 19 staff. This is a mega church. All right? So please keep that image in your mind. Then how could this large community have and share the same goal and mission as the community? It's not easy, right? And we can find a secret in verse 42. It's on the screen. Let's read together. One, two, three. So those four apostles' teaching, fellowship, and breaking of bread and the prayers are considered four marks of the community of faith. So it was very natural to devote the apostles' teaching since they were baptized and joined this community after hearing the message from Peter, right? However, it wasn't a one-time event. They didn't stay at the temporary emotion or extraordinary spiritual experience that they encounter in the past. The experience of the work of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongue and different languages was powerful, but they didn't pray for another miracle like that. Rather, they studied the word of God that the apostles taught. They knew that the outward signs and wonders are evidence of the God's presence, God's work. So they understood what they need to pursue is learning about God, not the miracle. So people wanted to learn more about the nature of salvation that is promised to anyone who will repent and follow Jesus Christ. And they wanted to learn more about the person and work of Christ who fulfilled this promise. And the commands of Christ, which are about how to live as his disciples. As much as they learn about him and his teaching, they would want to change their life and values and practice and live with newly learned values. And one of the learned this new value is about the fellowship. It's not only about spending time together and worshiping together, but it is also about a more radical communal life. And it's from verses 44 through 45. And it's on the screen. Let's read together. All right, here's the reason why I, I ask you to keep that image of megachurch, over 3,000 people. Over 3,000 people sold their positions and goods and share all things. How can it be possible? It's only possible when you truly accept each other as your single family, my brothers and sisters, whom I can share everything with. It's only possible when they practice generosity, the same generosity they experience from God. 
that they were able to generous with one another. And can you imagine how radical this community was at that time? It would affect the economic system in the city and challenge people outside of this community who live under consumerism. We may recall the rich young man who asked Jesus how he can have eternal life in Gospel of Matthew. He was a devoted Jew who kept every commandment so he would be confident with getting an answer that you have eternal life. However, he walked away saddened because he couldn't follow Jesus' final command. Jesus told him, if you wish to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. This large community, over a thousand people followed this final words. They sold their possessions and shared everything together and they followed Jesus. And it can be also connected with the third mark, breaking of bread. There are two possible interpretations. One would be, we can read it as, a, this means about our Lord's Prayer, which is a, uh, one of the sacraments, or a daily meal. We can read it as a Lord's Supper, where people would be invited to remember, remember Jesus' death and resurrection, which should be the center of their faith. So breaking the bread means, you know, they just keep repeating and remembering the death and resurrection of Jesus and love and grace from God. So that could be one possibility. And it can also be read as a daily meal because eating together is a mark of unity and solidarity and deep friendship. And that's the reason why I'm planning to invite you to my place for uh, sharing this meal, and especially Korean meal, if you don't mind. Eating together was the most significant symbol of tearing down the war between race, gender, and class. So that is very radical move, what they take. And what's your choice? And whatever you choose, we choose from these two interpretations. We learn that the breaking of bread is about a holy place where we remember God's love and grace and are nourished physically and spiritually. And whether it happened in the sanctuary or in the dining room, and it is also about a sacred activity to practice this radical hospitality. And here is last mark, mark of the community of faith, it's prayer. We all know that it's all about the relationship with God as Jesus kept his intimacy with God through prayer. So among various prayers, they would follow and practice the most essential prayer, the Lord's Prayer. While they offer and recited this prayer that Jesus taught his disciples, they would recall and remember that they are children of God. They can call God as their father and mother. They were so powerful image and lesson for them. What they're looking for is the coming of the kingdom of God where God's will be done. It's not in the heaven, but also in the earth. And God will deliver them from sin and death as God promised and fulfilled through Jesus Christ. They offer this prayer every day. Every single time they offer this prayer, they remember and revisit and relearn this lesson. So we just talked about four important marks of the Holy Church. And these four marks are still important in the community of faith. 
if we are not praying, if we are not paying attention to the word of God, there's no way to understand who Jesus is and what his teachings are. If we ignore the fellowship, we may lose the connection to each other and become isolated without the support and care. And that's the reason why I just highlight this backpack blessing. It's not about just simple blessing. It's about to remember and we practice the meaning of community who are supporting each other and caring each other. And during the pandemic, we've experienced how hard to sustain a community without the breaking of bread. And whether it is a sacraments or a communal meals and fellowship. One of my prayer, one of my wish is to start serving coffee and donuts at the church as a practice of breaking of the bread from this fall if our situation is getting better. So please keep that in your prayers. And how about without prayer? Without prayer, how can we continue our intimate relationship with God? How can we ask for the wisdom to choose the right path and strength to move forward boldly? So those four, learning and studying the word of God and keeping that fellowship and breaking of bread and prayer, those four marks are essential to become a community. As a community of faith, we need to pay attention to those four marks. And they could be an important measurement of our spiritual vitality and health. So we need to keep checking how we study the word of God, how we take care of each other, and how we work on spending the holy space and ministry for all, and how we get closer to God through the prayer and through our spiritual practices. It's not an easy task for the individual, but we can do it together as a community. Since you are here this morning, you already checked, marked, word of God, and taking care of each other as we are praying together, and we are expanding our holy space and ministry by participating in this table, and we're going to get closer through prayer and worship. That's why we are here today. We already talked about four marks for the healthy community, but I'd like to invite you to think about another questions about this community, Urban Village Church. What does it make you join and stay in this community? You know what, 70% of visitors have found us by putting this keyword, church in Edgewater or church in Chicago. They simply put this very general keyword and they would have a long list of church they just picked up, which means most of them may visit another church in their search list on the following Sunday. That's the reason why we have many visitors, first-time visitors, but less uh, second-time visitors. I've never had a chance to ask why they didn't come back. I wish I had. So here is the opposite case about people who have returned and joined this community. When I ask this question, what does it make you join and stay in this community? Please think about the same question by yourself. Of course, people said, our welcoming team did a great job as they remembered and called their name on their second visit. I know this mask is one of the biggest challenges for us because people couldn't see my smile 
I can tell my smile is so beautiful and awesome. It's almost million dollar precious and value. But you cannot see it. But when we call each other's name, it'll be another sign. I remember you. I care you. And some people said our worship team had done a great job and their favorite music just played that their first Sunday and they felt like it's a sign of God. Amen? Nothing happened. Some of you, maybe beautiful thing could be your favorite music and you feel like, all right, this is just perfect timing to recall the God's message for me. I'm beautiful as who I am. I haven't met anyone who mentioned my message as a reason for staying, though. I'm fine. But you know what? The majority of people said they stayed and joined Urban Village Church because we are truly Jesus-loving, inclusive community, as we shout out every Sunday morning. So I brought this pen while we distributed at Pride Parade. This is a message. This is a value that makes us who we are. Because of this message, people stayed and joined this community. You are the one who make this community a Jesus-living, inclusive community. So let us look around each other. Look around each other. how different we are, right? We are quite different. However, how beautiful we are. Your love for Jesus and your uniqueness make this community beautiful and wonderful. And this is your community where you are called and where you belong. Because of you, people are willing to stay and join this community. Because you are the value. You are the mission. You are the same call for this community. So thanks for being a community. Thanks for being a message of Jesus-loving and inclusive community. And we can keep this message and value through our lives not as an individual, as your community. Amen.